What's up, guys? Welcome to the 1% Club. If you guys want access to all my MMA plays, join the Discord by clicking the link below. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the 1% Club podcast. It's been a busy week for me, but we're here. Set this up. I'm running on about 90 minutes of sleep. We are here to do this show nonetheless, try to win you guys some money. As usual, I got my man Shay on the on the line here. We're a uh, bump of production. We're making some moves, you know, we're, we're, we're making some moves, man. The, the, the people say they want more Shay, so here we are. We're going to bring them some more, uh, some more betting stuff. You guys keep uh, subbing, liking, commenting. We might even do the, the prelim. So, Shay, how you doing, man? How was your, uh, how was your week? Not too bad, not too bad. Let's get into this card. We got Paul Craig to start the main card. Paul Craig, Vulcan Uzdemir. Paul Craig sitting at plus 135 right now. Vulcan at minus 155. This one's pretty easy play for me, but you're the, the millionaire gambler, so let's get your insight on it first. We've pretty much beat this horse to death over the last couple of weeks, talking about path to victory. Um, the one difference I would say in this fight is that the path to victory that Paul Craig has, and it is a big one, is not a path that he can get to. Ozdemir's got to hand it to him. Namely, Ozdemir's got to go into his guard and get subbed. Ozdemir, if Ozdemir keeps that sanding, it's tough for me to see, and Ozdemir doesn't dive in like a moron, it's tough for me to see um, how Craig beats him. However, we've seen this so many times, and I'm not going to mess with that. We've seen just somehow, some way, they get there, and he subs them. And we see fighters just with low IQ. I'm just going to play it safe here. I'm, I played uh, Ozdemir straight up, minus 150. And then I hammered the sub on Paul Craig at plus 255. I actually put a little more on the sub than I did on the money line. I feel like there's only one way Paul Craig wins this fight. So you're banking on the sub then? Both of them. I... Put it this way, if the sub does not happen, I break even. If the sub happens, I'm up around, you know, 350, 400K. So, it's, yeah, definitely weighted, on the, definitely weighted on the sub side simply because Paul Craig is a 135 dog and I'm getting plus 255 and I don't really see him winning any other way. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I said this was the, an easy fight for me to pick. I, I feel the same way. You go Vulcan. Uh, and, and I talked about this on my breakdown show earlier this week, uh, I, I just, I got to think that if you're watching Paul Craig, you just say, Hey man, just don't go down with him. You know what I mean? Like if you hurt him, you knock him out, whatever, just don't go down. You make him get back up. No matter what you make him get back up. And I feel like if you do that, uh, there's not a whole lot of past the victory for Paul Craig to win this fight. I feel like the only way he's going to win this fight is by submission. I don't think he's got the wrestling to get Vulcan down offensively. So I think that that sub would come from his back not easy to do with somebody that won't follow you down. So, uh, I, I love your I love your play. That's exactly how I was going to play it. Vulcan money line uh, uh, hedge with uh, Paul Craig by sub, and whichever one of those, I feel like you can go either way, right? If you if you like the Paul Craig sub, or if you like Paul Craig to win, you you just go a little heavier on that. If you like Vulcan to win, you go a little heavier on that side. So, I think we're both in agreement. Anytime that you and I agree exactly, I really like that. It makes me feel a whole lot better that that we uh, we're going the same way. Next, Meatball Molly versus Hannah Goldie. Man, this is to me. I'll start this one off. To me, this is McCann's fight to win or lose. I think she's better. Uh, she's better everywhere. The problem, my beef with this, is the 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 minus four hundred or minus three ninety price tag that comes along with it. I just uh, 
as of late, you know, we're seeing injuries, we're seeing cuts. I just, I, it, it's so hard for me to, to play minus 400, uh, four to one, you know, to, to, to get those odds. So I don't know how I feel about this. I don't, I don't see a lot of past the victory for Hannah Goldie to win this fight, but I also don't want to pay, uh, minus 400 on that. Your thoughts. I mean, when it comes to women's fights where there really isn't that much of, you know, it's an, it's an old expression, you know, puncher's chance. When the puncher's chance disappears, um, for the most part, I mean, obviously it's possible. You have to be better than your opponent somewhere. Because there you, there just isn't that much of the luck factor involved. I don't think Goldie's better anywhere. anywhere. And I am going to play, uh, I did play Molly, uh, minus 390, minus 400 range. I just... Uh, now, Goldie has looked a little better as of late, a little better technically, so I didn't hammer it, but I still feel like there's some value on Molly. I don't feel like she loses this fight one out of five times or so, one out of four times. I don't I don't see that. I feel like, she, like you said, she's better everywhere, and I don't really see Goldie getting lucky anywhere. There's no... Where is she getting lucky? She's going to just knock Molly out? Like, yeah. so, so it's just... So it's a play for me. If, uh, if on Monday... I come to you and I say, hey, Shay, Hannah Goldie beats Molly McCann. You would say she did it how? Split decision. Split decision. Yeah, that was the exact, exact thing that I was going to, I was going to say as well. Man, we're two for two so far. That's, this is good. This is really good. Uh, this one next, this next one's interesting to me. And I'll be honest with you. I really don't understand the, I really don't understand the line here. Cause we got, uh, we have a uh, Nikita Krylov versus Alexander Gustafson. Good matchup. Uh, I don't. I don't understand the minus two hundred price tag for Krylov, and and we're and the comeback is uh, plus one seventy on Alexander Gustafsson. I mean, it's just hard for me to. It's hard for me to to take Alexander. It's it's hard for me to take Nikita Krylov at minus two hundred. A guy coming on a two fight losing streak, fighting a guy on a three fight losing streak, but he's been fighting the elites of the division for you know ten plus years. We're talking about a guy that in Alexander Gustafsson who may have one of the toughest strengths of schedule in that division, maybe in all of the UFC. I mean, he's, you know, he's fighting absolute hammers. He's fought uh, Jones twice, I think DC twice, Anthony Smith recently. Uh, I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's fighting some really good guys. So uh, path to victory for me here is one of the, one of the things that uh, I, I do feel like there's, I'll be honest, I, just, I, don't, I, I like Gus at 170. I like him a lot here. And uh, I think he's, I don't, I don't want to say that he lost a step just because he's been fighting good guys. You know, he's been fighting the elites in that division. But there is, there is a play out here that stands out to me, and I want to get your thoughts on this. But the play that stands out to me is the over two and a half or the fight to go the distance. I mean, I, I really like that. I really like that play here. And I think you're getting a good price tag on it. Uh, Pod, you want to you tell me what that price tag is? Overs plus money, plus 105. I mean, I really like that play a lot. It's almost even money. Uh, you know, the, neither of these guys have, have been finishing fights offensively recently. And uh, I, I, I like Gus. I'm going to play Gus here too. What are your thoughts on that? Three for three, baby. Let's go. Gus all day. I mean, I don't, I don't know how this line is set the way it is. Yeah, I mean, Gustafson has had one bad loss, if we're being honest. That was against Anthony Smith, where he looked bad. I mean, he got subbed by Verdum. Everybody gets subbed by Verdum. I mean, Agreed. before that, he lost to John Jones, and he, you know, he was competitive Agreed. early on. This guy, I mean, in the gym, if you listen to, you know, if you speak to his sparring partners, this guy's still bringing it in the gym. This guy's freaking ragdolling Hamzat. He's, he's, I understand he's a bigger dude. Gustafson is good. And Gustafson is getting extremely disrespected over here. Definitely, I played the Gustafson plus 180. I played him pretty sizably, actually. Pretty decent position. 
Um, and I did, I did play the over. I didn't play the over. I played the distance. Uh, there was actually a pretty large discrepancy. To go the distance was plus 150, and yep. the over two and a half was plus 105. Like, there shouldn't be a 45 cents discrepancy with that last half round. It's just too far off. So I did play the distance. I yep. didn't play it very heavily, but um, I did play it. Next up, Patty the Batty. Pimblet versus Jordan Levitt. I'm telling you guys right now, this is in terms of value. We talk about value. I'm not talking about winning plays. I'm not talking about losing plays. I'm talking about plays that have the most value on the card. This fight to go the distance. Podge, what's it at? Plus money? Plus 200 for this fight to go the distance. And golly, Shay, help me understand how this fight going the distance is plus 200. I just don't see a lot of different paths of victory to finish this fight. The only one that I see... And it's, I think it's unlikely, but the only one that I see is uh, a knockout on the pimblet side. That's really the only way I see this getting finished. I mean, I have more money on this fight between the side, the total, and the props than I have on any other fight on this card. You're right about the decision. I played a plus 215. I actually went off uh, your, what you said earlier in the week. Um, I do think it's, it's a crazy line. It's an absurd line on the over, but... The absurdity doesn't end there. Jordan Levitt, plus 245. Are you kidding me? Against Paddy Pimblett. Paddy Pimblett has a long way to go. I mean, he's really got to show me some... You know, who he had... Uh, what is he... I went through the tape. As, I didn't see anything that's that impressive. This guy comes forward. He's very aggressive. He's got his chin hanging in the air. He's not great defensively. Doesn't have great takedowns. Yes, he has great offensive jiu-jitsu when he gets to his spots. Jordan Levitt is a really conservative fighter. I mean, he looks He's not great subbing Jordan Levitt, bro. He's not going to sub Jordan Levitt. There's no way, man. I just don't see that happening. It's possible. The value, though. I, I hit Jordan Levitt via decision. Get this line. Plus 650. Thank you, Bet Rivers. Plus 650. Jordan Levitt to win via decision. I hammered Jordan Levitt plus 245. Wow. I hammered the distance plus 215. There is such a real possibility to me that Jordan Levitt outpoints him for three rounds, especially if Pimblett gets a little tired. He's going to Agreed. get hit. You know, Pimblett is going to take some damage in this fight. Jordan Agreed. Levitt is tough as nails. I mean, I, I think really highly of Trey Ogden, and he really, you know, he, he really impressed me that last fight. His gas tank was great. I mean, Trey's got a great tank. Trey ran out of gas. Pulled guard in the third. We know what happened. But Levitt, Levitt is also smart. He's smart. He is smart at playing to the judges. He was landing those little leg kicks versus Trey Ogden. Did they hurt? Of course not. Did they count on the judges' scorecards? Yes, they did. He played it safe, played it safe, touched him, touched him, touched him, but stayed fresh. Did not expend a lot of energy. And then in that third round, he was just a little bit fresher. He's smart. He's a smart fighter. He can grapple. He's good defensively, and I think he'll touch Patty enough to win a decision. Completely, I completely agree with everything you're saying. I think the line is, I think the line is absurd. Uh, I don't know if I agree with the the decision, but at the value, I think you, I think I think Patty's the A side, but I think you have to pay. I have to, I think you have to play this line. It's it's a it's a little absurd to me, and I don't see a scenario where it's. I just I, there's so many different things that could play out in this fight that I think you have to play the. The plus money here, man. I, I just I, I feel pretty strongly about that. I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to dive into this a, a, a ton because we spent a lot of time on this fight already. But I, I just think that I, I I agree with everything you're saying. I just I do think Patty's the A side here, 
but at the at the at the price, I think you have to play Levitt on on all the stuff that that you're talking about. Moving on though, the co-main event, uh, curious Chris Curtis versus Jack Hermanson. I'm actually going to defer to you on this one because I, I'm 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 at about a 55 45 lean towards Chris Curtis right now, and uh, I love the over in this fight, and I love uh, the distance. I like the distance. I love the over. I like the distance. Talk me off the ledge. Am I right? Am I wrong? Where? Uh, tell me your thoughts because we haven't talked about this one. Tell me. Tell me where you're at with this. Um, I mean, Chris Curtis has looked really impressive lately, but I do think he matches up well versus Hermanson for a couple of reasons. Number one, there's a lot of he's got a, he's got that Fedor style casting punch. Like not a lot of one twos. He'll throw that right hand. He'll throw the two with no setup which is hard to time for a takedown, which I think Hermanson's going to have to take him down to win this fight. I don't think he's going to outstrike Curtis. Curtis is very unorthodox. He's, he's tough to time. Plus, he did show some good, some mm-hmm. really good takedown defense against the, fell, against the fence versus Rodolfo. And as far as the wrestling goes, I think Hermanson is actually pretty similar to Rodolfo. He'll try a lot. He doesn't have great takedowns. He's very persistent. I think he'll get Curtis up the fence a lot. But I do think Curtis is going to be landing the bigger shots, and I do think Hermanson is hittable, and I don't think Hermanson is going to be able to time any level changes off him. He's very unorthodox, he mixes up his timing, and he keeps he brings those shots from underneath with no load, no setup. He's not, he's not predictable. You see a lot of these guys these days, you know, everything's coming off the lead hand, everything's coming off the jab. He's moving and bang, he brings that right hand. Yep. He's moving again, up against the fence, he's got that good wizard. He's pretty good technically, defensively. So, yes, I think, uh, but Hermanson is tough. I think Curtis um, wins a decision, which is relatively close. I think Hermanson will have some control time up against the fence. I don't think he'll take him down much. If he does, I think Curtis gets back up. I do think Curtis will land a bigger shot. Do I think he finishes him? Probably not, because Curtis is not. Curtis is pretty smart. and uh, He doesn't go crazy once he touches you. He's not looking to land another 6-7 punch combo right behind that. He'll move again, look to touch you again. I think he'll land the bigger shots, though, and I think he'll probably win the decision. But, yeah, I played the distance, and I like uh, Curtis. I, I love it. No, I, I, love the, I love that play. Like the, I, I think Hermanson's the only way to win this. I think Hermanson's got to sub him to win. I don't see him winning a deci- uh, decision here. I could be wrong. I don't think he's got the striking to hang Chris Curtis. I think uh, Curtis is going to find him, and he's going to stop the takedowns, and I think Chris is going to uh, cruise his way to a decision. However, if this fight does go inside the distance, I do think it's going to be on the Hermanson side. So I think we're both on the same page with that one. Finally, the the uh, main event UFC London, Curtis Blades versus Tom Aspinall. Listen, I I am in the same boat on this. Uh, I'm at like a 55 45 lean, and like at the more I think about it, I kind of go 60 40 lean towards Aspinall. And listen, it's just really hard for me to bet against Aspinall until I see somebody do anything offensively to this guy. I mean, like he's just. He's got it all to me, and I keep hearing I keep hearing everybody talk about like, oh, he hasn't gotten out of the second round, or what about his cardio, dude? He's listen, he has shown no signs of slowing down to me at all. Like he's relaxed in the pocket, he's composed. Uh, his his, it, you know, like he doesn't do the things of somebody that would get tired. He's very efficient with his movement. He understands uh, how to pace a fight. He's not rushing himself. Like he's just that good. And until somebody does some offense to him, I'm not betting against the dude. And that's just kind of where I'm sitting at it. It's not a it's not a huge play because I could see Chris uh, I could see Curtis Blades getting takedowns and riding him out. But I like Aspinall here. I'm gonna play him small, and uh, I like the over two and a half here as well. I love Aspinall in this fight. 
Espinal is faster. He's going to get the better of the striking. And I don't think he's going to be there for Blaze to take him down. Now, I also like the over. Simply because Espinal doesn't have huge power. Blaze is finally not fighting Ngannou or Lewis where he's actually afraid of that. And I don't think Aspinall is going to be looking to set up a shot and catch Blades coming in. I think he's going to move. Move. Touch him. Move. Be too fast. I think this fight goes over. I think Aspinall wins the rounds. If it go I can see a decision. I played decision plus 230. I mean, that's, you know, that's... I think there's a lot of value there. I also played the over 2.5. But I'm really heavy on Aspinall over here. I think Aspinall is going to be too fast. And I think Blaze is going to try to be too perfect with his takedown attempts, and he's just this fight is going to start slipping away. I I completely I completely agree with you. That's I mean, man, it sounds like on this main card we're pretty we're pretty uh, we're pretty spot on everything. Like I said, for me it's not even it's not even necessarily about styles or anything like that. Like I just haven't seen anybody mount any offense against Aspinall at all. Like I mean, he just made Volkov, he just just shit all over Volkov, and I I rate Volkov high. You know, I think he I mean he, Volkov just finished Rosenstrike. You know what I mean? We're talking about very high level guy, but. Regardless, I'm really looking forward to this main event. You know, we're, I, I think any time that we can pull out, we just want to see more from Aspinall. You know, we want to see more. We want to see him in trouble. We want to see how he reacts if he gets out of the second round. We want to see all this and see him grow as a heavyweight, start fighting those top-tier guys. I think Curtis Blades is the perfect fight for him right now. Completely agree with you on the uh, analysis of these two, maybe the most skilled heavyweights in, in the entire world right now. Uh, I think it's an incredible fight, an incredible main event, and I think it could be a sleeper fight, man. This could be a really good fight. So I think this card in general – is is a is a sleeper card. I think there's a lot of action going to happen in this card, and I for one am in, in very very excited for it. So, man, as always, I appreciate you dedicating your time. I know you're getting uh, I know you're getting all your plays in. Man, you got to bring up the prelims over here. I, I got to disagree with you on something. We can't just be uh, in lockstep over here in every position. Yeah, so we'll talk about we'll talk about one. We, we, we got to keep it. We got to keep it. We got to keep it fast. But there's one play. There's one play that you and I are just hell bent disagreeing on, and that's Jonathan Pierce versus uh, Amir Khani. And I just I don't see what oh. you see. The, the, like my play, my play is Jonathan Pierce. I, I think Jonathan Pierce is going to dominate this fight. The only thing I'm worried about, and if I had to guess, we haven't talked about this, but if I had to guess, you're going to think Mayor Connie is going to uh, submit him, probably with that anaconda choke. He's got a very good front headlock series. Uh, but yeah, if 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 I, I think Pierce is going to stay out of the subs, I think he's going to ride him out. I think he's going to get him tired, and uh, I don't, I just don't see him. I don't see him losing this fight. Tell me I'm wrong. All right, we disagree there. Um, Amarkani, um, I do think Amarkani has a real chance of catching him with the sub. I play that at plus 380. But I do think at plus 175, he's a live dog as well. I, I think Pierce is a little better, but I don't think, you know, I've been down on Amarkani, and I, I, you know, I just don't think he's that good. But I did go through the film on this fight, and I do think Amarkani is being really undervalued over here and disrespected. I think Amerikani could pull off the upset. It wouldn't shock me if he wins a close decision as well. What are your thoughts on the Jai Herbert fight? I like Jai Herbert a lot here. I think he's I think he's excellent. I think he's great. Uh, I think he's the better striker. My only issue with Jai is sometimes he he's had issues in the past on getting getting clipped. You know, I think that's the only way he loses this fight. But uh, skill for skill, I think he's by far the better fighter. I think he's going to finish this fight inside the distance. But I, that, to me, I don't see any way this fight goes the distance. I think this fight's going to finish inside the distance either way. Uh, but I, I see I see Jai Herbert by knockout here. But if you tell me on Monday that Herbert gets knocked out by Nelson, it wouldn't shock me. So, but I, I feel pretty confident in my Herbert pick. All right, perfect. Now I now I can jump off because I, I I love uh, Nelson in this spot. I think Nelson gets it done. So we we give the viewers a little bit of dissension over here. Ne Kyle Nelson and Amir Khani. Hopefully, I get one of those two dogs. But the main card, 
Let's sweep, brother. Yeah, main card, we're locked in, man. It's a great card. I'm super excited for it. So, man, I really appreciate you taking time, as always, to get on here and give the viewers, uh, you know, some 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 tips, man. I've, I've learned a lot from you in the betting space, and, uh, you know, we do a lot of the same plays. We, we, we get a lot of the same stuff together. If you guys aren't in the Discord, myself, obviously, and then Shay is in there. He posts a lot of his plays outside of MMA. This dude is a monster on anything, individual sports, golf, NASCAR, uh incredible on baseball everything so if you guys aren't in the discord make sure you guys do that link in the description or bio depending on where you're watching from man thank you again for coming on really appreciate it take it easy let's cast those checks as you like to say cash those checks take it easy guys